0: just don't get it do you enjoy being hurt do ya I know you smell the perfume what else the makeup on his shirt Mm -hmm. you don't believe his stories what you know you know that they're all lies bad as you are you stick around and I just I don't, don't know, know why. Because if I was
1: your man, baby, you never worry about what I do. I'd be coming home, back to you, every night doing you right.
0: You're the type of <laughs> woman, deserves, deserves good, good things. Fistful of diamonds,
1: handful of rings. Baby, you're a star. I, I just want to show you show you are. You should let me love you. Uh, let's mm. go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't that one. Look
2: so, at That we can sing.
1: What's up, y'all? Welcome back
0: to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Timothy DeLaghetto. I'm Ricky Shucks.
2: And I'm Nikki Blades. <sighs> that
0: was good. Yay. You feel, you feel good. <laughs> I
2: completed one. Yeah. Woo! is <laughs> my year.
0: I-, I was like, let's pick a song that Blades can Thank participate God. in. Thank God. So
2: we're walking around the damn store, and these two all of a sudden just start singing, <laughs> and I feel so left out.
0: Well, you don't know. Okay, so this was the song. Okay, and to be fair... This is not something I would expect a lot of people to know.
1: Let's not say where it's from, and in the comments, tell us if you know where it's from. Nice. Will you start? We like to drink, 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 drink,
0: drink. We like to drink, 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 drink,
2: drink, drink, drink. Now that happens. We like to drink. drink, <laughs> drink,
0: drink,
1: drink. Go. It, it goes on. And,
2: and so that happens. And I like throw a little temper tantrum, right? I'm like, why do you guys always sing songs? I don't know. <laughs> fucking words to
1: i mean uh it's, one, it's one word today i, <laughs> I, I know <laughs> you, you could have there's, there's,
2: there's nothing worse than being the one not in the joke right like
0: <laughs> well, too bad you're but, gonna be third wheeling for as long as you're here you know it, but
2: now i know the words because there's only yeah
0: <laughs> one word. Just keep on uh you know getting higher with it uh that was uh you know and that's and that's a song for us because yeah, we, we yeah. like to drink
2: it is. Did you that's want to try the
0: tequila? I would, actually.
2: <laughs> Let's do it. We- we've been we've been taking we've been taking a break, and since we're clearly not sponsored by the tequila you guys keep tagging us in, we switched right. it up on you guys. We had to switch it up. Uh you know what? We're on a budget today because we got Lighthouse <laughs> and Hypnotic. How you know they weren't trying to sponsor
0: us and now you're trying to downplay. First off,
2: Cor any type of liquor company that's trying to help me get drunk, Right, Tim.
0: Oh good. Okay, pour me
2: Emma a shot. I, where's your cup? Woman? First off, <laughs> quit that job. Don't talk to me like that. You got to pay. That costs money.
1: First off, I'm not a woman. <laughs>
2: Second of all, fuck you, Rick. Don't. I don't drink.
1: That, that's hers. Oh, okay. I thought she was about to pour
0: Rick a shot. I yeah, was like, right. What's what Rick going to do? Look well, at it. Double fist. Don't shame him, man. I
2: did. Cause he thinks he's better than broke ass tequila. I know, this cheap ass tequila. <laughs> they're, like, oh, they're like
1: Walgreens. They're,
2: they're like, which tequila do you want? And Rick points at one, and I was like, Nah, let's just go with the Corlejos today.
0: Everybody, clap your hands. So I feel like,
2: are we gonna take this or not?
0: I'm not gonna lie. Cheers. It's definitely not the classic. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Have
2: you seen that drinking game? Which one? Where they um they are all around a table and oh. you have to point and take the shot and if you make a face you have to double.
0: Funny story is that little clip that went viral yeah. of that drinking game? Yeah. That's our homie. Yeah, Really? <laughs> yeah. Shout out
1: David Averizzi.
0: Yeah, Shout out David Alvarez and Jorge Munoz.
1: And uh, who else was in it? David Alvarez's mom. Yeah, and their family. <laughs> um, it,
0: what's funny about that tequila that we drink all the time, the Clase Azul that we always promote, I feel like we made that shit pop in. Fuck yeah. You did not. I feel like we did. <laughs> First off, we yes. I think we made it a thing. Well, look, they were already a, a, a company but i think we made it cool i only
2: drink that when i get bottle service at the club now too Mm -hmm. and you rarely see those bottles come out but if you ask me what i want to drink you better get me the bell let me tell you something they're everywhere everywhere you want to be you're welcome class a azul y'all work with two chains but y'all don't want to work with us okay Shit. most expensive. is they're like yes they're like yeah <laughs> do you have hits no they're like
1: Duh, fool. Yeah. Pretty much. They so- did,
2: but did you see that episode that they did and they were held, like that poor guy
1: oh
0: mm-hmm. oh they kept clowning yeah they kept the clowning
2: like the- yeah. we won't make fun of you
0: here's the thing did you see that episode of um no okay so on that show uh uh what's it called The uh, most expensive most is. expensive shit or whatever that change yeah. yeah. does um they went to like the classul, azul like uh the headquarters, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was bottles, bro, that oh. were like ten thousand dollars, fucking 15, encrusted
1: 20, yeah. in jewels and yeah. shit. Oh,
0: beautiful!
1: Wild. I um, I was at a restaurant. Crazy that they started doing that after you know, after we put them on. Wow, that's crazy. I
0: uh, I was at a restaurant recently. I was I was in the bay and I was at the a uh, uh, bar and hotel. And I was sipping the, the reposado, the white with the blue, and a dude was like, "Oh, you want to try the ultra? You should try the ultra. It's really smooth, bro. It's really good. It was the it was the black bottle um, that is shiny, not the matte one." Oh, and I was, was like, "I was like, yeah, sure, bro. Yeah, let's try it. Let's try it." And um, he was like, "Oh man, it's so smooth. Yeah, three hundred dollars a shot. You cool?" I'm like, "Let's Shut save up. that yeah. for another day." <laughs> yeah. <Yuck. laughs> That's exciting. But then I was out with the homegirl and I did it. Oh my you did? God. I did it. I was was like, it worth what? It? it? Okay, look. It was really smooth. It was tasty. It was smooth. It was great. I got to really be in a specific mood for that to yeah. spend $300. got to pull on, out somebody yeah. else's black card. Man, no thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's up, y'all? You know I love to stay fresh. I love smelling good, and I love to keep it really natural. You know what I'm saying? No crazy chemicals on my system or in my system. That's why I F with Native Native. Deodorant products because look, man, it's all natural ingredients. Native deodorant is formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc, and it's also vegan and never tested on animals. All right, they got the ingredients you know. Native deodorant is made with ingredients you've heard of, like coconut oil, shea butter. You wear deodorant all day, every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredient list? Okay, and they got some cracking ass, sexy ass scents over 10 cents, including their classic and rotating seasonals. You're guaranteed to find one you love. Now, me, I like that eucalyptus in mint. You know what I'm saying? Almost like I'm I'm walking around like a, a mojito. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a whole sexy ass mojito walking around, you know. They also got crazy scents like coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, and cucumber mint, okay? They got something for everyone, all right? They come in they come in a variety of options for men, women, and even teens. And they got the unscented option with baking soda, free formula for those with sensitivities, okay? There's no risk to try free shipping on every order, and Native offers 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. And if you're not convinced, guess what? Guess what? I got a special offer for y'all. Okay, all you got to do is go to nativedeodorant.com, use promo code nochaser during checkout and you get 20% off your purchase, all right? That is nativedeodorant.com, promo code nochaser for 20% off, I got you.
1: Drinking is
2: expensive. <laughs> it, 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 oh my God. I went and decided to take myself out to eat at Roka. Um, it's a Japanese restaurant out in San Francisco. Really, really nice spot. So I went to the bar and I had already been drinking and I was drinking Class A Azul. And mind you, for the most part, I ain't gotta pay for alcohol. Okay, I don't gotta pay for a, Class a Azul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different life. Oh, when I was like, oh, what am I gonna drink? Yeah. I've already been drinking Classe Azul, whatever. Can I get a, the class hazel? I was like, by the way, how much is your class Azel He's like, oh, it's $30. I said, 30, 30 you know how many of these I just drank uh, for free?
1: Yeah. I was
2: like, excuse, the, uh, excuse me, there was a <laughs> bill with my drinks? <laughs> um, somebody else is supposed to be paying for this. Hot girl
0: privilege
1: is something that is not addressed <laughs> enough. <laughs>
2: yes, we are lucky. It is different. It, yeah, but I definitely know that. If I want to drink good, I better put my drinking money aside.
0: Shit. Well, speaking of uh, lovely ladies, um, today's guest is a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've known her on the internet for a long time, but I, we've never met in real life, have we? Have we? No, we have not. We met for the first time in real life today, and Ooh. I figure it would be interesting to have her on the podcast because, you know, there's a lot of things that I feel like I am um, ignorant to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I think let's have a conversation. Make some noise for activists um tweeter um just we'll get into it let's okay. go blair imani Woo! <laughs> tweeter tweeter hi <laughs> first of all you're, the outfit is fresh yes.
3: thank you i knew i had to come correct because yes. i'm like i'm with timothy he always got some fresh some i went to spice the up your
2: life cleaned my shoes off
1: you okay. I, see. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I, like I, I love. Was her feet on the table. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> Hello. Yay. The the I'll whole, zoom in on that. that was a fly. Podcast, so.
2: Yes, I was. I love the Spice Girls. Thank Definitely you. dressed up as Scary Spice because I was the only brown girl where Thank I grew you. up. Uh,
0: I was also a, a huge Spice Girls fan.
2: Who was up. your favorite?
0: I, um...
2: Everybody has a favorite. I wanted to be Posh Spice.
0: Scary Spice was my favorite as well. Yeah, yeah. And then
3: I, like, realized I grew up and I was like, oh, wait it's fucked up that she's Scary Spice cause she's black I, I and I was just gonna say that and I also but you know what else somebody else did about that like where you remember something fondly and then you like grow up and you realize it's fucked up yeah the Baja Men somebody said that song Who Let The Dogs Out was about ugly women being at the club and I was like I refuse to believe that
0: and I, I continue enjoying the song I, I, makes I be- sense I believe that yeah
2: i live in denial
1: the party was Thank nice you. the party high was high high jumping mm. but
0: <laughs> look let's let's make, make it let's make it not as fucked up okay it can be about ugly women and ugly men okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: We can talk about pretty privilege more. Oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Hot girl, I, di- I didn't privilege. always have it. Okay, and I have taken full advantage of it. All hey, right? and that's great. Full and that's advantage,
0: great. and that's why I feel like you have a great personality, Nikki Blades, <laughs> because it. you didn't have to deal. One for you. Oh, go. first yeah. of all, oh yes, she has a uh, book. Oh yes, she has a book. Making our way home, okay, okay, let's first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Nikki Blades' hot girl privilege and then ah. and then we'll get into your book. I was gonna say, I think that's why you're lit as somebody who is hot and has a personality because hey. um you grew into it. Yeah. You feel me? People that are that get the hot girl hot person privilege mm. growing up, um, usually don't really have personality because they to develop on. they get special treatment immediately just because they're attractive my family was not going <laughs> to let you think you was cute i
2: did not grow up in the you cute family they i honestly feel like i've looked the same but where I grew up played a big part on my confidence. And let me tell you, when I got to college, I didn't realize people liked curly hair or no. brown skin. Or I had no idea that being athletic was really attractive because I grew up where nobody gave a fuck about it. So, yes. And then when I realized that I was pretty, I always wanted to model, though. Like I always, I was tall and lanky. I always wanted to do that. So <laughs> when sports were done, I was like, cool. Went into that world and busted my ass. And that is
0: one judgy, hard, hard well speaking of getting judged Blair Imani what is this book about
3: so this book is about like (laughs) (laughs) that's a transition (laughs) this book is about all the missing parts of black history like Mm. I feel like black history in the United States as it's tossed to us is like slavery okay afros and civil rights Obama the end and it's like yeah yeah, Martin (laughs) Luther King with the afros and civil rights but then that's pretty much it and it's like but what else happened and I feel like the story that I had growing up didn't really match up and like we were still doing things. Like, we were around, you yeah. know? Like, it wasn't like we disappeared from the face of the earth, but it felt like that from a history context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited about it because, like, you know, history can be really heavy, but I wanted to make it the book illustrated. I wanted to make it vibrant. I wanted it to be like something approachable because, you know, history books. You know, they're usually like this thick and mm-hmm. not that interesting. Um, and as a historian, I recognize that and I wanted to make it more engaging.
0: See, I, and I, and that's why I thought it'd be interesting to have you on because, you know, you are a, a complex individual. You feel me? Because uh, you are identify as uh, queer and also you are a Muslim and also you are a... Um, Pretty light-skinned black girl, all right? So it's a lot going on right there, there, all right?
3: And I didn't realize how light-skinned I was until very recently. (laughs) I've been new, but recently (laughs) I met Sinbad, the comedian. Remember him? Everybody thinks that he played a genie, but he didn't. That was Shaq. People are confused, but he dressed like a genie. Anyway, I took a selfie with him, and I was like... I took a selfie. Look at the selfie. You, you, we're the same were li- color. Li- oh, I was oh. like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh, no, you're not lighter than Cindy. Yeah, I was no, like, oh, shit. "We're the same color," but he said that we're not light skinned black. We are dark white, and I, I felt, <laughs> oh. I felt that. You know, that made me feel like empowered. That's
0: hilarious. Oh. Dark white. So okay, so um. So I got questions, right? Okay. Let's go. Um, because I feel like, look, I just as 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 people look, can I tell you one time I got into some shit one time with Muslim Twitter Ooh. because I said some shit that I didn't know was was inappropriate. Do you want to revisit it? I will revisit it because and, and then and then we'll get into it. All right. Because I feel like um, if there's anybody to educate me about this, it's you. Right. Um, so there was a, a lady who I used to canoodle with. Um back in the day, who who was who was Muslim. She was a hijabi girl. She wore hijab. And I remember one time uh someone who I was homies with on Twitter was tweeting about how, how pretty like um hijabis like girls were. And I was like, Yeah, you know what? I used to talk to one, and I remember um when I first met her, all I seen was hijab and ass, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So apparently you' are not supposed to talk about women who wear hijab like that. Like the reason they cover up is because they're not even trying to be seen in any type of sexual light. All right. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was
3: like, you're like equal opportunity. I, I was talking about non-hijabis, hijabi right? yeah. urbanistas. Let's go. I was saying, yeah.
0: yo, like I seen a girl with a hijab. She was beautiful. She had ass. Like I didn't know that was a wrong thing. Right. Yeah. But let me tell you something, bro. Hijabi Muslim Twitter.
3: You don't want to mess with them. Went
0: in on me. I was up for an hour talking to people like. And they text so fast.
3: Like, <laughs> they be tweeting. Like, they hit send and you hit refresh and it's four more tweets. And you're like, what are you doing?
0: I had no idea. I was getting retweeted. I was like, look what this dude is talking about. Look how he's dis- disrespecting our jokes. women.
3: Like, they got some intercultural. And then they, are like, you know, like clown on you in Somali. And then they clown on you in Arabic. Like, you just. And you're like, like
2: Google Translate. Please I'm help. Sorry, you know? I'm yes, sorry. It's not a fair battle. <laughs> Uh,
0: <laughs> I,
3: a I didn't
2: episode?
0: know Alright so um, So look okay so from, from From your perspective where did I go wrong
3: Well I think that like <laughs> you know It's the perception that maybe like talking to women About women that way in general yeah. Is something that you know it's. I mean but that's kind of like That's something that's in the air. You know what I mean? Like, how do you approach women in general? But then, as far as women who wear hijab, like, it's really interesting because I noticed on the West Coast there's less education about that. But, like, on the East Coast, like in New York, people tend to know, like more about like Judaism and know about more about Islam to the point where I didn't get catcalled at all in the hijab mm. in New York but if I'd be going like to and from the barber and I didn't have my head covered hey girl how you do you know that whole thing right. to the point where my friends started wearing a headscarf just to get on the train and get to work because they were like then seen as Muslim and it's not because they were more respected it's because they think we don't speak English and no. that we're married so like they're like well it's a losing game you know what I mean Interesting. so I don't think that it's a matter of like you just because you talk about somebody's ass you talk about somebody's hijab it doesn't mean you respect them less but um i think that sometimes people virtue signal and then they go oh i can come after you now because you've said my identity group Mm -hmm. so i'm like i have a stake in this but i don't necessarily mean i don't i don't necessarily think it means that you're treating people differently, but other folks are going to have different opinions, of yeah. course. But I think the hijab is just something that's very sensitive because even Halima Aden, who is an amazing Somali model, who was I think she the first time she did a runway show was in Yeezys. Uh,
2: Kanye West. She like, was also the first model to wear a swimsuit and Sports Illustrated. Yeah,
3: I was about to talk about that cover of Vogue because mm-hmm. so people were like, um, and she just was on the cover of Essence, which is yeah. dope. She's the first hijabi to be in mm-hmm. Essence, um, but people were pissed that, like some folks are like yay representation other folks are like why are you on sports illustrated that's right. like a you know that's something for you know men to ogle women and it's you know mm. you know puts women down but i grew up in a household where it was like if a woman or anybody for that matter is using their body and wants to do it in a way that is on their terms mm. that's good for them like i told my mom like when i was younger i was like mom what if i was in playboy you know like try to like startle yeah. her she was like do playboy just don't do hustler because that's that's trashy <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> fact. she's like just has the standards <laughs> you know yeah. and so um but i think it's evolving i think the more folks we see in the media, the more folks that we see like in hijab just living their lives um, no matter how they're like covering themselves or not, the more it's going to come up, and so right. I think it's healthy. It just kind of shows like cultures coming together, and yeah. I think that's what America is about.
0: I mean, I think that. I mean, that's facts because I mean, like growing up, I mean, look to be completely honest. Before I started like talking to that girl, like I didn't even really know anything about like hijabs and like hijabi like women or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I didn't even know that's what they were called. You know what I'm saying? Until I started talking to that girl. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for you, um, when did you start? Like, you didn't. Were you raised in that? Or okay, how did you get into that?
3: So, well, actually, so I'm an activist. Um, well, I'm a historian now because people try to come after activists, but nobody's coming after historians. So I'm a historian now. Um, got to make that distinction in 2020, but- um, They mad
0: They mad if you woke, yeah. but if you educated, they're like, oh shit. Yeah,
3: like Let's whatever. Say, like you got more facts than I do. I'm not coming for your neck. Yeah, and nobody's trying to like disappear historians. Like, right. you know, yeah, like right. we're fine. We're not to that point, you know, knock
0: on wood. Strategic. But, um, so,
3: so when I started like organizing meetings and stuff, we'd be trying to like have a place to organize that wasn't going to be like constantly like crashed by the police or like just you know surveilled and harassed and stuff and i think that a lot of the christian churches just didn't want the heat you know they're already black southern churches they've already gone through that and they're still going through it um but the mosque they were like we're already dealing with stuff just come in and organize with us. Like, you know, they were just really like open arms. And I think it was kind of this idea that if one community is going through it, we're all going to go through it together. Um, So as we were doing Black Lives Matter protests um, in Louisiana, because that's where I went to school, um, the local mosque there just became a really open space. And like, you know, then I was spending a ton of time at the mosque. And I was like, well, let me just pick up this Quran and check this out. Uh, And I started reading it. Yeah. And it was, it really resonated with me. And I think that it helped me like get close to God in a way that I wasn't able to access before. Um, and I think that like as human beings Like whether we have like a higher power that's like Named as like God or Yahweh or Allah Or just like energy or related karma Like I think that's a healthy thing because it takes us Outside of ourselves and let us just like look at the world From a bigger perspective So um, that's how I got close to closer to God But it was so funny because Immediately after I converted I was like Okay, well, how am I gonna find a man if I'm always covered up? Like, I was like, really, <laughs> like, I wasn't suddenly, like, not just a regular like, person. Yeah. No. Right? Yeah. How yeah do like, I adapt? what am I gonna do? Like, you know, I went to Gap and I got all these, like, really ugly, but very, like, covered clothes. Cause I was like, I didn't understand big?
2: Because
1: that's hilarious. Yeah. No, I was, I went. Gap okay. and ugly. Yeah, I made the joke.
3: I made the joke in um, one of the schools I spoke at in Boston that, you know, like, when I converted to Islam, it was hilarious because even though I stopped eating bacon, I went ham yeah. in terms of, like, trying to Bars. really get into it. Thank you. Um, And, you know, I just didn't really know how I fit into it. So I was like, so hardcore. Like, I was like, I'm like, you know, you only gonna see my ankles on occasion. Like, you know, like I was really extra about it. And then four days after that, I met my current partner, Akeem Omar Ali, um, who grew up Muslim, who doesn't practice today. And, um, He was like, chill out. Like, you know, you don't have to do all this stuff. You know, (laughs) like you can like figure out how you fit into Islam. And that's the work that I do now. I work with this group called Muslims for Progressive Values. Mm. Just this idea that like you could be Muslim and yourself and chill you know like because we don't look at christians like how many times you go into church like most christians we know maybe they go on easter if they're real hardcore they'll like you know they go on easter but they always go on christmas let's chill but we look at muslims as like well if you're muslim you definitely pray five times a day you definitely don't you're like you know you got all your p's and q's and then hijabis we look at hijabis like oh my gosh like even myself being a hijabi and being progressive i saw this um muslim woman at the casino in um in Las Vegas, mind you, I'm walking through the casino, mm. but I see her and I was like, I'm telling God, you know, like, <laughs>
1: what you doing in here with me?
3: You know what I mean? You know, and so it was one of those things where the the grass isn't greener always, but also you're not holier than somebody else just because you decide to mm-hmm. follow a path. And that's like with anything, but I think that we can really get in our own heads in terms of like, this is what I know Islam to look like, so I'm going to copy
2: it. But now I'm way more like, laid back. Well, you know, one of the first things that you said, you identify as queer. Mm-hmm. Now, In the community, there's so many different ways and things to identify with. So in your definition, what is queer?
3: So I usually say queer to people I'm bisexual, but I usually say queer to people if I like don't feel like explaining it. Cause it's yes. one of those things. Like if you tell somebody you work in tech. Did you
1: just... uh, It's funny because you're asking her to I'm explain asking her it. and I'm, like, and I'm, like, and I'm gonna her explain it, it today. Cause I'm we like... on the podcast.
3: No, but if, I mean like, it's one of those things where like you, your uncle asks you like, what are you doing? You're like, I work in tech and he goes, oh cool. Cause yeah. you, you know that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you tell somebody that you're queer, they're like, okay, you're not straight. I got it, you know, yeah. um, I but uh, I'm bisexual. And so it, I really am very selective about how I call myself and where and when, um, but Queer—it's being more of an umbrella term, more inclusive. But um, when I came out to my family as queer, they were freaked out because Akeem—they were like, "Where did he go?" And I'm like, "Y'all, like, the only type of queer isn't lesbian. You know, like, I'm bisexual, which means you know, I was like, remember Sylvia? Oh, I dated her. She, oh, okay, remember her? Oh, yeah. And so um, it's funny because recently, one of my cousins, who's not as woke, she was talking to me, and my dad was in earshot, and she goes, "Well, uh, why are you keep calling yourself?" bisexual i'm like listening to myself in the headphones and it actually sounds like her so it freaked me out uh, <laughs> why are you calling yourself bisexual if you're in a relationship with a man and i was like
2: well, <laughs> that's exactly what that means <laughs> i was like <laughs> uh,
3: uh, like i can like, both well, at the same time <laughs> yeah she goes well you can't it's polyamory but that's more um but i was like uh and then before i could even interject like my she goes, and you didn't even date women. And my dad goes, "Yes, yeah, she did. You might not remember, but she dated this nice girl named Sylvia. <laughs> and, then, and I was like, thanks, dad. And my dad's hey. like 70 years old, but he's like on the wave, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but I just really think it's important for you to be your full self at all times, if you're able to, because oh. not a, everybody has that privilege. And I think if you do have that privilege, you owe it to other people to be your full self. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, okay, so, you know, I, I grew up uh, going to Christian school, right? So, and, and, I've, and I've told the story. Sorry. <laughs> i was gonna say i've told the story of like me being like hey what about gay christians and then my my bible teacher being like tim are you gay so I mean, <laughs> and i'm like no i'm just trying to I'm, i want people to be loved yeah. uh so so for you and I, i'm not familiar with like with like muslim teachings and stuff like um is that allowed
3: uh, everybody asked me that and actually the other day i'm gonna read from my phone really please, quick. please. so the other day somebody reached out to me and i say reached out because you know like reach out somebody's you know they were like coming for me in my dms oh that's
0: different and
3: they like said you're by but like not your like why Y-O-U. oh they oh they already lose okay. they yeah. automatically lose <laughs> question like five question marks oh lord like, you're by and i was like you're a complete stranger <laughs> yeah Number one, you cannot be Muslim and bisexual. I don't know who told you that, dude. And then like a bunch of like cry face <laughs> emojis. And I was like, God said it's fine. Go to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Facts. And people Not- were like, Oh my God, Queen, go off. Because you know, at the at the end of the day, this is what I believe. You know, I believe that Allah loves all of His creations. Mm-hmm. I actually don't believe Allah uses. You know, God is beyond gender, but we'll use he/him pronouns here for like brevity. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you know, God creates people to love who you know just to be loved and to like be themselves and to be in service of other people but there's a story in the bible and in the quran and in the torah called sodom and gomorrah or Mm -hmm. prophet Lut and we all everybody oh yeah you know you've probably been called a sodomite by somebody old you know but (laughs) it's this idea of god uh casting out this city for being sinful and there's a lot of um different interpretations on what that sin was. Um, I'm of the belief that the sin wasn't same gender loving relationships, but that's what's, Criminalized Because of this story and the way it's interpreted So I actually did a TED talk recently where I talked about how um, you can be queer Muslim and like not have any conflict Because there's nothing in the Quran that says like these relationships are not allowed There's mm-hmm. nothing that says like same gender love is not allowed There doesn't say um, that being transgender is not allowed But everything else in the Quran that is not allowed is real clear like it's mentioned like 50 11 times You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'd be like I don't feel like Allah would want us to adhere to something and only mention it like really vaguely yeah. covered under a bunch of poetry and then only like <laughs> interpreted like 300 years later like that doesn't make sense to yeah, me yeah. and islam makes a lot of sense to me other you know other than that so that just doesn't fit in so when i was converting i didn't feel like there was any kind of conflict i was like okay i'm bisexual and now i'm a bisexual muslim yeah. Yeah. okay
2: so you would already identified before yeah
3: converting. i was like really out and then um what ended up happening so uh you might remember the pulse shooting that happened in 2016 where the, the orlando nightclub mm-hmm. yeah was shot up um and i'm actually a close friend with brandon um who uh, was a survivor of that incident. Oh, but after that happened, there was this kind of conversation that y'all probably remember that was like Muslims versus gays. And like, I was like, oh, I'm both of these things. Like, where <laughs> do I fit in? And so I felt more closeted because of that. Cause I was just like, okay, I just started my job. You know, like I'm black and Muslim already and gay, but like I'm in a relationship with a man. I'll just like kind of closet myself. And that was the first time in my life I had ever been closeted cause I've always been very out about who I am. Um But recently I realized, like, well, actually, how I came out was I was on Fox News. Um, I was on the Tucker Carlson Tonight Show. Okay. (laughs) we won't talk about how that turned, but you know, I was like, I could conquer this, whatever. I had just spent the past year working at Planned Parenthood. So I was like this fool, whatever, you know, with his bowl cut. Um, And so I go on the show and at some point he's trying to correct me. Um, I was saying, you know, I was talking about how people need safe spaces to like live and breathe. It's like a sensible thing, but I was on Fox news. So no, no argument was going to be made. I was naive anyway. So I say black people need safe spaces to be free from hate crimes. LGBT people need safe spaces to be free from hate violence. And well, Susie's safe space. And before I could even like finish, he goes, Excuse me he didn't say that he's rude you're not here to speak on behalf of black people and lgbt people and i was like well actually because i'm a scorpio i was like well actually (laughs) i'm a black queer muslim woman and then i was like oh shit girl you just
0: came on national television (laughs) on accident yeah Yeah.
3: and so that's how it happened because i think i was pretty content like being out to my friends and like i had done like an article about being a queer muslim for one of my friends um, that was in nylon but i wasn't like rah rah i'm out like i am today wrapped up in like a rainbow hijab um I ended up doing like the year after, but since then it was it's been pretty cool. Like people reach out to me and I really feel like I'm in a really unique position to be able to talk to different about different things. And some people reach out to me especially after like I post like hate messages and people are like, "Oh my gosh, like thank you for doing what you do. I'm a bisexual Muslim. I don't know if I can be out yet. I don't know how to tell my parents, mm. but you make me see that I can be out one day. And I think that's important because like in our lives, like what we do, like, you know, maybe there's a probably a lot of like young Asian rappers who wanted to be out there and then saw you and were like, oh, I can do this. You know, like I don't have to be I don't have to try to be black. like, I can just be myself, be in my culture and be part of this music. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's all stories that we have like that. Um, So that's really what I'm about now is trying to like bring people together. Um, And if you can do it by living your life, like that's super easy.
0: Muslims aren't allowed to drink, is that a sin?
3: Uh, so, okay. So I recently started going to AA.
1: <laughs> what? What? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this,
3: is, oh, this is bad. Hell. Y'all have oh, had to hide it. Fine. Y'all had to hide it. Oh, Fuck. I'm real good at oh, it. goddamn body. <laughs> oh, shit. Tim. That,
1: that's why she agreed to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> hell.
1: I, we had took a, a drink.
2: Come <laughs> on, oh, we took a shot before we started. <laughs> no, it's them. good. It's <laughs> good. you didn't send over to Tim. Part them. of the great
3: part of going to AA is that you, like, develop the skill set to be around alcohol and right. not feel like...
2: I need alcohol, yes. you know
3: what I mean? But um, be- it got to the point where before I speak, like I do a lot of talking around the country, right. but before I would speak, the re- like <laughs> my rock bottom was, I was about to speak at Tom's for their like LGBT thing. And I was like uh, gargling with Tangere before <laughs> the event. And I was like, girl, yes. get it together. Really? And so I start going to AA, I'm in a hijab. And like some of the ladies were like, why do you even drink? You're Muslim. And I was like, you're not helpful. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: First off, take your
3: judgment ass <laughs> right. back over there, <laughs> right? Like, like I'm uh, doing something about it, you know. I'm doing something. I'm like, getting it it, out. Straight, All right, we see You know, I got my little tokens out there in the, in uh, on my purse, but I really enjoy going. But basically, you know, alcoholism runs in my family, mm. and I was like the you know I'm like I did speech and debate. I could debate somebody to the day ends about like how Muslims can drink, and I do believe that there is a like allowance for Muslims to drink. Okay, and so like, but the way I was talking about it just became harmful to me because I was like, so you can get drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was I like, know. I'm not praying drunk, oh. so it's fine, you know? <laughs> and like, like that man, might man, work. My like, relationship, we good, right? Alcohol you know? ain't on my
0: breath when I'm talking to him. You
3: know? <laughs> right? like, I'm, I'm not, not talking to God drunk, so I'm never drunk, you know? Uh, or it got to the point, too, where I would be like, you know, shit face, and I'd be like, I'm not drunk,
2: I'm Muslim. I'd be like, <laughs> <"Come> <laughs> that's when most of my conversations come in. I say, all right, listen here. Okay? <laughs> you need oh. to help me. But I feel really good about my sobriety now. You know, I've been
3: sobriety, uh, sobriety. I've been sober since October 2nd. And um, Elton John really inspired me to be sober. I haven't met him, but that'd be dope if you're listening, Elton. (laughs) Um, He's
1: definitely listening.
3: (laughs) We that don't, would be dope maybe don't. he listens to random shit you know oh. uh, but anyway so I was at uh, the concert in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan where, where I saw you were recently oh shit yeah so I was in Saskatoon and I was at the concert and he starts talking about his sobriety and I'm sitting there with like uh, a Bloody Mary in my hand and I was <laughs> like you know Really, this is a sign, you know. Um, But anyway, no Muslims, I think can drink. This Muslim can't drink because this Muslim's an alcoholic, oh, like, right? And she's working on it.
0: Oh, but real quick, the Bloody Marys in Canada are, are way—they're really they're good. Called they're called Caesar. Caesar. Yeah, they're way better. They use clamato instead of tomato juice. That's a little like bit sweeter. Michelata. so good. And
3: then if you go to this place in uh Vancouver called Fanny Bay Oyster House, uh, they'll put a little oyster on top of it. Mm. Sp- oh my gosh, so good! So I'm gonna have to go and just have the clamato. Oh, so y'all
0: allowed myself. to eat oysters? Yeah,
3: no, Every- <laughs> everything from the sea is hello all. Just now, no ham. I'm No ham. Okay, no pork. I'm just learning what today. What
0: a water pig?
3: What the <laughs> heck is that?
0: The ones that be at the beaches that bite the Instagram models on the oh ass. Oh my gosh. The, the wild boars we hear yeah. that all
3: the time. are no, like, what but, is going so, on? The thing is, if you don't know if you're eating pork or not, so like, I'm black. There's a lot of cookouts. There's a lot of dishonest aunties who mm-hmm. are not really happy that <laughs> you left Jesus, I mean. even though we believe in is Jesus. Is there chitlins in this pudding? You know? like, what the heck? <laughs> and so we don't eat pudding after bill cosmos anyway oh shit we just
2: (laughs) getting rid of everything now
3: no it's so uh and we healthier for it but no so like one of my aunties she was like um i was like is this pork and she was like well i heard if i don't tell you you could eat it and i was Uh like
2: that is true
3: (laughs) and so the thing that people say Uh is i I did this tweet i was like being black and muslim means saying bismillah before you eat when he's in the name of god which Um. like kind of clears you but also (laughs) if you're like starving you know like if there's like you know when i went to Kenya, for example, there wasn't like a lot of food variety and there was pork on the Mm. table. So I had pork because I'm not going to be like, hey, like, you know, tribal members who are like elders in the tribe. I'm Muslim. Like it was one of the things of respect. And it's also the only thing to eat at that time. Um, But I have friends who like will hold their breath passing the deli aisle because they're like so intense about not (laughs) eating pork. But I think, you know, give Islam a couple more years and we'll be like Jews where like Jews will like they'll eat pork. Like you have folks who are like, they call it Jewish where they're like Jewish, (laughs) but they're like not all the way Jewish. So they're not super adherent. But Islam is a relatively young religion in terms of the Abrahamic ones. So I Mm. think give us a little bit more time and that'll ease up. But um, you talk to my, you know, like my father-in-law, he, about it he'll go all day about how pork is bad for you how you find things in pork like but one thing that happened was um, the swine flu epidemic. Nice. Uh, when that hit, um, I think, Indonesia, none of the Muslims were getting sick because none of the Muslims were eating pork.
0: A lot of Muslims out there.
3: A lot of Muslims out there. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of stands in Indonesia. Mm. Like, it's 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 lit.
0: Like, Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia. Yeah. 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 My is you know, from Malaysia. Really? Mm-hmm. I try to practice uh, freeganism. What is it? That is, you're vegan until, unless the food is free. You, oh, I like Then you eat that. whatever is out there. Okay yeah yeah
3: but okay so the one of the things that was difficult for me when i was converting was trying to figure out like what is off the table because like pork off the table like People who don't agree with me being like a queer muslim will be like but at least you don't eat pork like you know <laughs> or like we folks gotta who, find the silver lining <laughs> somewhere <pork> with her. <laughs> folks who do agree like my really progressive friends I was you eat
2: like, this
0: but don't no,
2: <laughs> Oh, I'm going to drink. I know you're not going to. That I'm was drink good. <laughs> no, have one for me. He uh, don't he don't drink either so you're fine. Uh, oh, okay.
3: What's up? Woke yeah. black folks not drinking.
2: <laughs> right. uh, well, we're Asian. The we're like nope. man fine.
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, but fuck whitey is what we say. <laughs> at the
1: end of the <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to drink your drink, but fuck you.
3: <laughs> no, but um, I was talking about Eddie Pastrami. And for folks who know, mm. pastrami is made of beef. And my folks on Twitter, they're not in the know about wow. the deli items. So like even my friends who are like super liberal, yeah. like this one queer kid from New York, he messaged me on Instagram. He's like, I love you and everything you do. Like you're super amazing. You're empowering but why are you eating pork? And I was like, I'm not eating pork. It's beef. Oh my God. And so <laughs> like, he messaged me all the time. Now he'll be like, my pastrami like hating ass was uh-huh. out here. Like.
2: He's so, like, yes, I got my joke.
3: But uh, no, but like, I didn't know if, al- I still don't know if alligator is halal or not, but I'm from Louisiana. We eat fried alligator every now and again. I mean, um, so what makes it?
1: It's not in the sea, but it is in water. Yeah. So right?
0: what, yeah, yeah. what makes? So, what so makes I'm it? really, I'm really not in the know. I have, so I always thought it was how it was prepared, but if it's like Sometimes it's how it's prepared, yeah, okay. sometimes a Jewish it's like person told
1: me it had to be blessed by a rabbi.
3: And then a muslim person might say it has to be blessed by an imam. Mm. It might have to be done in a certain humane way, but it's ultimately cleaner food. Okay. And so the interesting thing though in New York, if you come up to the bodega, <laughs> excuse me. And it's a, you know, a muslim Bodega yeah. and you come up in a hijab, you will get some nice food. But like yeah. one time I showed up to the bodega and they definitely gave me pork when I asked for beef. And I was like, oh. brother, what are you doing? And he was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I was oh like, You God. just fucking people up out yeah. here, wow. you know? So he had get
1: an agenda. Like, yeah, have your pork. You know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm actually Muslim. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, sister. Don't eat that, He's you
0: know? Your wow.
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh. <laughs> So but,
0: yeah. what is the rule in terms of uh, sex before marriage?
3: Uh, Okay. Well, I'm of the mindset that.
0: <laughs> <I really laughs> Break it down. Break it down for us. <laughs>
3: you know, it's really complex. So somebody asked me about this. They were like, so Blair, like I've been looking to you for like, da-da-da. I'm like, first of all, I'm not, you know, I'm a teacher of black history, of queer history, um, of women's history. I'm not a teacher of Islam. I feel like that's a personal relationship you have, have, you have to have with God. Um there is something that you do called a nikah um, when you, before you get married. And I made the joke with my friend the other day. I was like, when I get married to my partner, it's going to be called a nigga because we're black. <laughs> and she laughed for days. But... Um, No, so like you can take your vows, and it has—it's not necessarily the same way as it is in Christian marriage, where it's an exchange of property, but it's kind of like souls coming together. And so like you know, guys will try to get you in the sack, or women try to get you in the sack by being like, "Let's just take our nikah here, let's get married," and then be like, "Just kidding," because like in Islam, there's so much, there's a lot of women's rights. Like there's a whole Mm -hmm. chapter on women's rights. and so there's like this uh, belief that if you want to get a divorce, you can just be like, I want a divorce and then you're divorced. And so like, Oop-o. you know, oh. you know, there could be some lesbian Muslims just running around having the best time of their life, not sinning technically. Right. So it's really up to you. You know, personally I'm having sex before marriage. Life is short. It's great sex. Are we out here? Um, and like, but it's also because I grew up in this very feminist household where, I, you know, I got kicked out of Catholic school because I was talking about premarital sex. And I was like, well, it was invented by men to control people with vaginas and dah, 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 dah. Man, And they were like, Blair, mm, what the heck? And now I'm Muslim. So,
2: like, look at what they
3: did. <laughs>
2: look, <laughs> I, you just put blame all right there. I, it's I, your fault, by the way. I
0: completely agree because I feel like, you know, I went to a Christian school and then I went to a Catholic school for a year. And that's what really kind of opened my mind up to... Uh, all these different people who believe in the same God, but then we got all these different rules, yeah, right? Yeah, so, rules. Of, yeah, of course the rules are not coming like, from God. how many
3: Protestant churches are there? Like, exactly. My, you don't really figure out what it's about until you try to have a funeral for grandma and grandma with Methodists, but it's like a
2: Presbyterian
3: minister. Yes. And like,
2: whoo Let me just tell you, from the outside, looking at all of y'all guys' stuff, it's confusing. It I is. I didn't grow up in a religious household. I was told, you can figure it out on your own. Lucky. Like, <laughs> my, parents, my, my parents, you know, at one point in time, I guess my mom was... Um, they don't celebrate any holidays yes at one point in time and she was like what is this I want out and so she she (laughs) she left so she left I don't don't get Christmas yeah Uh, and my mom was like that wasn't even my choice it was put upon me so my parents decided that uh, my brother, sister and I could go into whatever we wanted to learn about as much as possible they literally told us like go into all of it and you figure out when you're ready to figure it out because until you don't you're gonna be fucking up they were like you're gonna fuck up you're gonna go into one of these things you're gonna mess up all the time you're gonna feel really Bad, and you're not gonna, you're just gonna be so confused. Go test some things out when you're ready, accept it in, and go. But when you brought up like seven different names, I'm like, What? Who? What yes. are you talking
3: about? What story? Yeah, is this? there's like hella different. I actually sometimes describe myself as a Protestant Muslim, and they're like, Oh, I get it. Like, if you look at like the way that we look at Islam is kind of how we look at Catholicism, like it's super conservative, you know, like there's lots of rules, there's a lot of people, like there's the imams who are like pulling strings, there's the scholars, you can't really have a lot of different say but then like we look at like an you know episcopalian like they're just chilling you know yeah. and so in that way that's kind of my understanding of islam it's very much a direct relationship with god and not necessarily having to go through a priest mm, or right. having I to have, go through an imam is what we call it
0: i feel you man like mm. like completely because when i was uh going to that catholic school and it was i was talking to people who were coptic orthodox and like oh, all types that's of really oh OG stuff. yeah and they had all these specific rules i'm like man look God don't care if I get a little premarital sex in, man. He really, he really. There was an episode of South Park specifically where it cracked me up because it was like everybody was in hell. It was a dude with a with a with a clipboard. He was like, "All right, well, um, Catholics over here, murderers over here, everybody, <laughs> Lawyers, yeah. everyone." And then uh, everyone's like, "Well, who got it right?" And he was like, mm, "The Mormons." Like, oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> uh, but speaking of speaking of um, Mormonism, there have you ever heard of soaking? The term soaking, right? <laughs> so, there, you know, premarital sex is, is a no-go in Mormonism, right? But there's a thing called soaking where under a technicality you can insert yourself your peen into the vagina and don't move <laughs> and you can just chill like
1: and just plank on her you know what i'm saying and that's, and that's soaking that wants. thing girl and, and that's what god wants and that's technically <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay all these loopholes man i remember so i went to a catholic school for a little bit cuz my dad and his family they're catholic my mom was like nah we're christian I was like, okay. So I go there. My mom's very adamant with the people. He is not Catholic. (laughs) And I'm like, why do you care so much whatever? But on Wednesdays, we had to go across the street to the church to go to mass. And then you get in line and you get your grape juice and your cracker. The (laughs) The the body. Yeah, exactly. The Cheez-Its. Yeah. I've never experienced (laughs) any (laughs) of it. They wouldn't make me stand to the side. Oh, I I couldn't do it. So I'm like, then why can I go here? Why can't I pay it? Then I realized my dad's paying tuition. See, y'all mm-hmm. can take y'all can take my money, but I can't have a damn just, cracker. <laughs> it seems
2: so like so judgmental and all of. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of judgment pass. again outside looking in. It's very confusing because isn't it supposed to be all accepting and all these things and just the. Whatever I've pulled from it, like you said, your relationship and however you decide to describe Mm -hmm. it, it's your relationship and it's supposed to be like a lot more love. But all I've seen is a whole lot of judgment from every single one of them.
3: You know, I really thought when I converted to Islam, like, you know, I'm reading about how like, you know, there's this surah that talks about or Hadith that talks about how Prophet Muhammad says, you know, like the black man is no higher than the white man is no higher than the yellow man is no higher than the red man. And I was like, wow, this is really great. When I go to the mosque, there's gonna be no racism. And like, (laughs) I don't deal with racism at the mosque because people think I'm Arab. But like. My darker sisters, like sometimes they won't want to pray next to somebody who's brown skin, and it's really messed up. Or like, um, but what I found when I was in Louisiana specifically was that we were also under attack. That we were just like, "What's up, fam? Like, let's yeah. just hang on to each other and mm-hmm. have a family." But when you get to a place that's more liberated or it's less um, less oppressive to the Muslims there, then people start getting real picky about who they want to sit next to. Oh, yeah. okay. And I think it's uh, it's really unfortunate. But I think in all religion, there's judgment because you have the people who need. You don't need the spirit the most who are at that church yeah. uh, or at the mosque or at the temple. And maybe they don't have control over something in
2: their life, so they're trying to control other people. I think the media also, again, for somebody who's not very much in uh, religion, it you have its own paintings of what it is. Like, you can go and watch a black film and, you know, you think everybody's just jumping up and down and I couldn't tell you what. Lots of fun. You know, it looks, oh, like, it's, are. Yeah, it looks like it's lit. Then you go and you watch another, you see something else and it's, like, very conservative. Everybody's fighting over sitting in the front. There's very much, oh, that's so-and-so's family. You can't walk past so-and-so's family. And, you, and all I've ever witnessed was judgment. Yeah. So I think that's what's always pushed me away from most of it and it's interesting when the conversations come up because I'm like yo, I know a whole lot of people who claim to be something and we at the same functions doing the same stuff and guess what you in trouble because I don't know who I'm answering to we already got an understanding. I'm gonna talk to you later but the rest of y'all is
1: it's it's lots of conditions in it it's conditional love if you do all the things they want you to do Uh then you experience that that oneness that togetherness all that stuff if you fear
3: i think the thing that i've come to like as in my evolution because i'm like constantly challenged by like muslims every day or like non-muslims people who confuse people just mad and have extra time and need to fold their fucking laundry but are in my dms instead um that like you know i'm so grateful i don't answer to other human beings in terms of my spirit and my salvation like i don't answer to another human being i answer to god you're not god so i understand why you're my business and that's really where i draw the line and i feel like it's it's been difficult because i don't have community all the time like i can't go to the mosque and be like you know like i definitely know you're not homophobic what's up you know yeah. mm-hmm. i mean in some spaces it's like that like with uh um, muslims for progressive values for example but those spaces are unfortunately rare but i'm also really grateful that i know where people stand in terms of who i am because i don't want snakes yeah. you know what i
0: mean no frauds yeah, yeah. um
1: 2020.
0: <laughs> 2020 no frauds ah! 2020 um in terms of uh Uh, a a black church i got taken to a black church in high school um and uh and i was like not gonna lie like in my head i was like the homie's taking me to a black church i'm about to meet some cute ass girls right this was my this was my thought process who can who can sing and who have pent up frustration (laughs) <laughs> so they're going to church for all the wrong uh, yeah, like, facts but in my i'm yeah. like i already know jesus take me to the deal yeah, let's, let's go meet some people right so we get there it's a seven day adventist thing it's on saturday and and here's the thing if you don't know nikki blades know. um that is a all male black church
2: oh
3: I had that's not what
0: you was expecting not at all
2: god was like surprise yeah
0: for real uh-huh,
2: you try to get around me on this one <laughs> yeah
0: facts so i get there i'm looking I'm like hmm this is not what I signed up for. Right. But the funny shit about it was um, I'm in there and the dude's giving his sermon. It was a great sermon. It was great. And, um, and you know, of course, <clears throat> you know, he was uh, doing like, you know, um, saying stuff where you uh, interact. You know Crowd what I'm saying? Participation. Crowd participation. was like <laughs> lean to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Um, you know Are you doing good today? Are you doing good today? I love you, blah blah blah, right? So at one point he starts preaching about the, the issues with black men in society and the issues that they have and what they need to fix about each other, right? I'm the only not black man there. So at one point... <laughs> I would have immediately been like, I'm just very light-skinned. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: so you should have done my playbook. Yeah,
0: I feel like that wouldn't have worked for me. You know? <laughs> he was like, so, unfortunately, <laughs>
2: this time, I couldn't use that one.
0: So at one point, he looks over, he, so he's talking to everybody he's like, look to your name and say, black man, we got a problem. Like, no, <laughs>
2: excuse me, sir, you, I hope that you have a blessed day.
0: <laughs> so I got to like, I look over, like me and this dude, we look at each other, I was like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hi.
1: Tips <laughs> like, hey, hey, in the middle
2: of it like this, yo. You guys don't gotta say it to <laughs> yeah, me. It's
0: okay.
1: I, I think up. y'all got a problem. Y'all.
3: <laughs> this is fucked up. That reminds me of my friend Beatrice. She's Taiwanese, and one time she got pulled over while I was in the car, and she didn't have her like license on her. She wasn't supposed to be driving. People, we were like sixteen, and she turns. She gets pulled over by police. She immediately just starts speaking Taiwanese to the dude, and I was like, "Well, bitch, wow, we friends." Cause we don't, <laughs> and it was oh. like, "Oh my god," you know. She that was trying was... to
0: do that. I don't speak English. Yeah. Yeah, and
3: I'm in the car with her and they're like, like well who the fuck is she and I'm, I clean houses what's up you know <laughs> I was trying to uh, rob her like uh, oh my <laughs> god it was so bad but they let us go they were like go back to school <laughs> oh
0: my god 16 mm-hmm. look at you breaking laws at such a young age rock and it roll man
3: that was before Jesus. I found God <laughs> <laughs> I say that about all this shit I yeah. did in college be like remember that remember that was before and and I found a law
0: I grew up in Pasadena California oh okay we're, and, and you weren't um, and were you raised religiously as all, at all
3: no I, I was kind of raised how you were raised my mom kind of has the same mindset as you in terms of like she doesn't really care for religion like she does not like organized religion at all it's because so she's very light-skinned and the they would always clown on her for being like not black enough and one time she was clapping and she wasn't paying attention and she clapped off the beat and this black lady turned to her and said see we knew you were white because you ain't got no rhythm, oh, and she was scarred for no. life, and so that's why Mom don't like the church.
2: That's um, hilarious. She's like, I got tons of rhythm.
3: Yeah, that's... and she does. She's a great dancer. <laughs> she she parties dance all life. the time. She did, she's amazing. She dances better than me. She was doing Soulja Boy the other day. That's I, was like, I don't even remember that. What the heck? But anyway, um, and my dad, ain't he's like, rhythm. yeah, what? <laughs> he's <a beat>. uh. <laughs> pretty much. And but my dad, he's super chill. Like my dad. He always says, like, you know, the world's going to keep moving forward with or without me. So I might as well, like, you know, be loving okay. and stuff. Like, cool. I remember when people were saying, oh, my God, that's so gay. He, like, sat us down and was like, we're not going to do this as a black family and denigrate Aww. gay people. And we're like, Dad, that's gay. And, like, <laughs> it was a gay conversation. And, like, we were really messed up. Like, he announced that he had prostate cancer. And we were like, Dad. He was like, you know, it's, I'm going to be okay. I'm like, Dad, that's gay. <laughs> just, we were probably cousin. looking at him like, Again, really? that was before I found a lot. So, and I was also like maybe 12. What
1: um, else would you know? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I could get a check. You oh, gay
3: boy yes. How'd you get a finger up your no. throat? Gay boy Prostate cancer checks are not gay unless At you all. want them to me.
2: They're also not fun. No. I can't imagine. Get yourself checked out, guys. Yeah, oh,
3: no. no a dude, yeah.
0: And li- yeah. A second.
3: And if a you have a vagina, go to get some pap smears in 2020. Yeah. You know, we're going to do sexual health in yeah. 2020.
0: All that. All that. Y'all supposed to do that like once a year, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 I, I had, I've only had one ever prostate exam ever in my whole life, and you know, you normally don't have to do it until uh, you're older, mm-hmm. but um, this doctor just thought yeah, I was that. cute.
3: It's
2: Go, time, oh, for it's it's time for some malpractice <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> yes i uh need to make sure i'm okay
0: it was it was it was for, like i had like a little bit of blood in my urine so he he wanted to investigate for whatever yeah, reason you you, you trying to be team early <laughs> you trying to be team early oh, yeah, out here
2: he's like all right i'll see you uh next year
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to be ahead of the game sweet yeah. thing uh-huh. um but it's literally like it's crazy because i feel like <laughs> you ever had your prostate examined no it's crazy bro like i feel like <laughs> Because cause he had me bend over, right? And I literally feel like he took a glob of lube in his hand mm-hmm. and like Shit. hurled it
1: at my asshole.
0: Because <laughs> I just felt a splash. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was,
1: that was, that was a loogie, though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: From now, I like, "All right, babe, like, listen. but you know, <laughs> I, I get it, I get it." So
3: I used to work at Planned Parenthood, and uh, we would we, like Planned Parenthood does prostate exams, yeah. and I feel like they're a lot more advanced when it comes to doing stuff because like they've been doing past mirrors the same way for hundreds of years, and that's horrible because I feel like we should have some technological advance. Gotta be something yeah. instead. Of, you know, let like, gotta buck. like you know like we can like like Elon Musk get on it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> want to make that ugly out. ass truck. go yeah. make something. Yeah. Make something. You know, you
1: know, know some, like, y'all
0: dude, like they didn't make a tunnel, well, you but they do. make a truck. The window ain't bulletproof. We saw that,
3: you know. Yeah, no, he needs to. Maybe
2: not him. Maybe yeah. somebody else.
3: <laughs> you
0: like the stirrups with the with the feet no, and yeah. I it's
2: totally, really totally love feeling like, hey, <laughs> everybody, you see that light? That's what's shining in you. How how
3: else can it happen? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I feel like there are scientists <laughs> out there. Like, there's a lot of stuff that needs Drones. to happen in the medical establishment. Like, for example, the pelvic exam they give you, like they give you, um, like to we would demonstrate like how IUD works or how tampons work on these like pelvic models. They would only have white. Like, they only had peach color. And I was like, why is there not brown? Like, what the heck, you know? And it was like, what do you care? And it's like, (laughs) representation (laughs) matters, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, no, there's a lot of things to work on. But I feel like if you want to get a prostate exam and you're listening to this and you're freaked
0: out, like, definitely head over to Planned Parenthood. It's a half a second, bro. It's a half a second. They they lob the lube at your asshole. And then it's a count to three. And then it's a, it's a, it's uh,
1: it's like, just don't tense up. I feel like if you don't tense up, it'll be a it'll smoother, be a smoother process. But my process. dad is
3: now cancer-free, which Yay. is great. Um, but yeah, like that's that can be something that takes you out, but it doesn't have to because you could be proactive. Mm-hmm. But talk. as you can tell, anytime health things come up, I'm like, oh, "Let me put my Planned Parenthood hijab <laughs> on and get hey. ready to talk about it." you know? Excuse
1: me, I worked at Planned Parenthood. <laughs> What's your problem, man?
3: Of course, we I was in on... communications, and yeah. I had no exam. We needed you on the last episode. Oh, yeah, we, we did. needed some help on that one.
0: Hey, man, good for you. Planned Parenthood is, uh, you know, is important on oh, yeah. these streets. Yeah.
3: When I started working there, my mom was like, oh, man, I had an abortion there one time. And I was like, this is the first, what? She's like, yeah, you would have had a sister about five years older than you. I was like, wow, mom. Wow. So that's when she decided to tell me. Oh, but...
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it brought us closer together. But working there was real stressful because people do not like when folks have control over their bodies. Mm. They do not like it. And I was working in the South.
0: Oh, oh. what part? Louisiana.
3: All of the South. Oh. I was I was oh. in ten southern states doing communications, and it was like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Damn, we struggle
2: son. out here in California. I can only. Imagine. It's
0: definitely it's definitely a little different out there, yeah, in terms of uh, you know belief systems everything. and everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. The food's better. Oh, I was just gonna say the uh, huh? shrimp etouffee, crawfish etouffee. Oh. You Hop missed in. the
3: gumbo party my I, mom had I last say, night.
0: All the food okay. but the uh, you know the okay. crawfish and the, yeah. I was what, like you got to uh... What are you saying about the gumbo?
3: My mom had a gumbo party last night Ooh. where she had like the pans of rice. I think I I, I don't know if I invited you. But you're welcome to come to the next one. Sounded like a no. You were invited <laughs> to
0: your book release. Yes, yeah, so my
3: book release. We all had the same food, but my mom had like hella crab in there. Like people were like fighting over each other to get food, and my mom made beignets because oh, my was from Louisiana. See. She hooked it up, and Ooh. people were like, like my friend from Malaysia. He was like, I've never had this before. Oh my gosh, this is so good. That's actually a pretty good impression. Um, <laughs> and so it was a really nice time because food just brings people together. Oh, yeah
0: facts goals in life huh hey i could go for some crawfish right now mm, that yeah. sounds good okay. is so is uh do you uh you you don't is there anything you don't eat besides pork alcohol oh yeah
3: yeah yeah you say pork no alcohol
0: but everything else is fair game
3: yeah honestly because i had like snails in when i was in france and i was definitely like i'm not gonna eat snails and then like snails were presented and i was like i'm gonna eat these it's and, all good i mean it's i all learned just, something new about myself
0: it's just all it's covered in butter and garlic and stuff it's yeah like, it could be anything
3: but i really love oysters oysters are like my mm. thing mm.
0: Mm-hmm. we like food yeah
3: yeah great not me
0: <laughs> <laughs> um no uh where can we get your book
3: you can get my book um, in all stores. You just type in Blair money or like Black History Month book. You can check it out. Because this That's is awesome. like, no, <laughs> it's only this one. Um, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it at your local bookstore. However you want to get. Do not bootleg my book, please. <laughs> because my other book, my first book got bootlegged. And it was like a week after it came out. And I was like, y'all broke, motherfucker. <laughs> how many books do you have two two yeah okay when
2: did you write your first book
3: i wrote my first book in 2017 and then lavar burton from reading rainbow yeah. like put me on on twitter and was like somebody published this woman's book and i was like thank you Levar that's
2: burton. the ultimate shout out wow. no it was yeah. great and then like,
3: overnight, yeah. I had, like just take a
2: look it's yeah. in a book yeah. it's reading rainbow ah yeah. mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> That was adorable. But yeah, and so I wanted him to do the audiobook for this book, mm. but he was unavailable and I was devastated. Mm. I had like dressed up for, as uh, Jordi LaForge from Star Trek yeah. for Comic Con, it was like the thing. Um, and then he couldn't do it at last minute. But guess who's doing it? You know who's doing I it.
0: Know. Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> ah, no. Better. <laughs> Do
3: you remember that song, Chocolate Rain? Oh, my God.
0: Taze on, on, on day. day. Taze on it day. Dry, you know, feel the pain. Chocolate know rain. That. People forget that Taze is black. Because uh, his hair. Yeah, they forget that Taze on day is black. He got a conch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, he was talking to natural when I saw him. Oh, what? yeah, he did it he did the audiobook he recorded recently. Y'all should have him he on the podcast. He did it just for that. We
1: should bring Taylor. Let me it. pick this out so I can do this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, my book's going to be read and people were asking me like, "Blair, why aren't you doing your own audiobook?" And I was like, "Cause I have a white voice and I want a black voice to read my book." But
0: your voice is adorable. <laughs> Thank you. But
3: like, you I can't be like lynchings were a common issue. (laughs) They're like, oh my goodness, what page is that? Don't make me laugh at lynching.
1: (laughs) The CIA killed Malcolm X.
3: (laughs) You know, like it's not the right vibe, but I feel like, you know, like... This is Taze on day. Yeah. You know, like Chocolate Rain was about racism and poverty. Yeah, right, right. It's a great, you know, but I was watching a YouTube retrospective about like, where are they now and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went to look at his Twitter and he was following me and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to slide in these DMs yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. We him a proposal. He said yes. And, you know, yeah, he's right. going to be at the book release party. I was
0: hoping we'd go on a date. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine.
3: No, I think he's happily relationship. Is he, is he? I think so. Happily I think relationship. Think so. I like that term. <laughs> What? I think he might. Okay, I mean, like, Rick. Rick would be first one. Mm-mm, I don't believe it.
1: Nah, nah take me cheating. <laughs> he out here.
3: You know, it's like that. Everybody wants the the nerdy folks now. Like I was one of those people who was real nerdy growing up, and all of a sudden we became attractive. Like that was nice. You know what I mean? Like we used to sit in the library playing Pokemon on DSs, and we'd all have like like the little Bluetooth connection go between it. And I'm in a relationship, so you know there's hey, somebody. For I was everybody. I was in marching
2: band, so I was, yeah, I wore I was, a cummerbund. I was a vice president of drama club. Yeah. I was cool. <laughs> yeah. But I was
0: so cool. You <laughs> had green eyes. You didn't have no <laughs> <laughs> Nah,
3: no, there are no pictures of me at the age of 14 because I was not cute. So that had my year. I put my time in. And I'm
2: good There's sometimes I have my niece is like my twin. And I'll be looking at her sometimes. I'll be like, baby, junior high is going to be rough. But I promise you, it's going to get better. Yeah. i just be looking at her like, oh, my girl. Oh, it's going to be rough. <laughs>
0: it's okay. Well, um, is there anything you want to leave us with before we kick you out of here? you don't want to go I see it you want to stay but I
2: gotta go right now and I'll be back before you know it
3: oh, no I feel like I like people want me to say like some profound shits, like my historian Black Lives Matter nah, nah, stuff do so that, I'm gonna man. tell you <laughs> in 2020 to replace your smoke detector filters to uh, lotion <laughs> your elbows <laughs> lotion and to elbows. stay hydrated mm-hmm.
0: thank you well hey thanks for coming to the show Give it thank up you for a- having I appreciate you so much thanks for coming through and go um, ahead
3: and have some premarital sex because God said it's fine.
0: You heard it here first, and she's the only woke, woke person we've ever had on the show. Yeah,
2: so
3: we not it. it have,
0: yeah. Nope. Thank you for watching No Chase Podcast. I'm Timothy Algheto.
1: I'm Ricky Shett.
2: and I'm Nikki Blades. Peace, bitches. Bye.
1: There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention. And then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZogDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. Zocdoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With Zocdoc. you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use Zocdoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdoccom com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim.